reality. Our dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. everybody into the Q-Code podcast. We're back with our bonus episodes or they have been dubbed dreamisodes. Finally. And, uh, I know there's been a lot of people waiting for these episodes to come out, you know. I've so. been waiting because these have been my favorites of all things that we've done. Now we've had some good times in our other episodes. <laughs> we've had some not so good times, but I don't think we've ever really had like a dud with these. So I'm happy to be back here doing this. Uh, we got Danny, Travis, and Alan. We're back. And then we have brought on Travis Mydell. You have whoa, whoa. Uh, all heard him from, I think it was Dream so 15 and Dream 19. Oh, Dream 19. That's what it was. And What was uh, it called? It was called like Rainbow Road. <laughs> I don't think so. But that... <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of like a dream. I've already forgotten a lot of the details. Of the I don't dream. even remember. What was the... I don't even remember what dream it was. Was it the hotel where he was like, I listened to all oh, the right. episodes, it was, so it confused me. It was me. a long road to points and prizes. That's what it was. That is what it was. That is what it was. <laughs> when you went to like California on a yeah. business trip and oh, had to go yes. to some That's big right. old slide to get to your... <laughs> And it was like some race between you and some other chick. (laughs) Yeah, because that was how we got down to our suite on the bottom floor. Yeah, that's right. But that one lady, like, we couldn't get her. I couldn't get her name into the system for reservation. So I had to put her in as (laughs) Fleur de Lis. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You already remember way more about this. (laughs) It's coming back to me now. Fleur de Lis. (laughs) But, well, today we have, so, just kind of a little refresher, uh, just in case you're new to this. Um, Danny has dreams. He can remember most of them, or, well, he's he's been practicing. He got really good at it. We've kind of been on a hiatus, so hopefully he can get back into the swing of things now that we're doing this again. But uh, he writes them down in story form types them up, and then um, since we are in quarantine right now, he has hand-delivered an envelope to my doorstep that says, DREAM! With an exclamation point. (laughs) Top secret. (laughs) Do not open until recording time! (laughs) (laughs) I debated whether or not to put the time after recording, but I felt like I wanted to put one more word because I know Trav loves how I end sentences. Yeah. He typically will like I don't know how he does this all the time in his in his writing or in his typing, but he'll always like it'll have a sentence and it'll get to the end of the line and then just the last word in the sentence will be on the next line. And so there's always just this little disconnect that I have with his with his sentences. Because I always have to pause to try to find it. <laughs> but anyway, so I 
we do not know what the dream is. Uh, Danny, honestly, I don't even remember. Yeah, he dreamt this so long ago that he doesn't even remember. So I'm actually uh, opening this right now. We will see. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what is it, Trav? All right, looks like okay. So, Trav, you're in for a treat because <laughs> these are what he calls dream snippets. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Wait, I know I put, I know I type dream snippets on there, but we just call them dream snips. Oh yeah, dream snips. Dream snips. <laughs> because they're not like really long ones, and so he compiles like the short ones together. So we'll have three dreams today. Ooh, it's like reading. an anthology. Yes. <laughs> this will be our fourth episode of Dream Snips. Yeah. Which I'm very excited. So the first one, <clears throat> excuse me, the first one is titled, Mom, get out of my room. <laughs> How old are you? Sorry. I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> That's actually one of the more normal titles he's had. <laughs> I know. And he actually used the uh, exclamation point properly. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> he, he typically does not. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's get this show on the road. I'm happy as a clam as I rumble down the street in my brand spanking new heavy duty pickup truck. I really want to. <laughs> I really want to take her out for a joyride, but first wanted to get home for a quick change of clothes. I roll into my driveway just as dusk began to settle in on the valley. I hop out of the cab of my new truck, but leave the engine running as I don't anticipate it taking more than a few minutes to get freshened up. Once out of the large vehicle, I close the truck door Take one last quick look at this monstrous beauty and head into the house. <laughs> it's like the last part of like a movie. You know, he's about to enter his house and he turns back and just <laughs> smiles at his truck. It's the end of Back to the Future when he like goes in and he like lifts it up and he sees the truck in the garage. And then... <laughs> I don't remember even dreaming about a truck. So this is weird. <laughs> Not just any truck, Danny. It was a new heavy-duty pickup truck, okay? Brand spanking. So you were rumbling down the street. In, <laughs> in no time, I'm up in my room working on changing into a new outfit for the evening. Okay, what, are you what was... Uh, you don't remember, I guess, but, like, what do you consider to be, like, good clothes for joy riding in a new truck. <laughs> Are you putting I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it was like a nice pair of blue jeans and like a like a plaid polo shirt. Are you uh, going to a country dance? <laughs> The Barnes signature. Are you, are you wearing the Stephen Barnes signature outfit? <laughs> yeah, I probably went to his closet and I was just like, which plaid shirt to wear today? Plaid like, hey, Steve, I'm going to grab a pair of your blue jeans and button up plaid shirt. <laughs> All right. Uh, I find my new pair of clothes without much trouble. However, the 
frustrating thing about my room is it is chock full of boxes and storage crates. Honestly, it looks like I'm a hoarder. There is very little room for me to maneuver around, but eventually I find a slim aisle between a stack of boxes and crates and begin to undress. So Just when like I'm down to nothing, nothing by my birthday suit, I'm sure you meant but, nothing but my birthday suit, my mom suddenly bursts into the room with another Asian lady in tow. <laughs> you were frustrated by your own hoarding? Well, I'm glad, I'm glad he finished that word, because I, like I said, when he's like, it's like I was a whore. Like, I didn't know there was more to it, but he's like, ding. <laughs> were, you, were you living in anticipation for that 0.3 seconds that he did from the thing? <laughs> You're like, oh, like time freezes for days. Oh, no. Did I say I was living with whores? Oh, wait, I didn't. I said hoarding. <laughs> Thank heavens. <laughs> yeah, stunned, stunned and startled. I partially fall to the ground as a way of concealing parts of myself from the unexpected intruders. Mom, what are you doing? I scream. Danny, this is an insurance agent. He needs to look at some things and don't tell your mom. I can't. I was, this is a, this got racist real fast. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> He needs to look at some things in here. Is that how I wrote it? (laughs) Yeah. With Asian accent. This is an insurance agent. She needs to look at some things in here. My mom replies, Mom, I'm naked. Wait outside until I'm dressed. Then you guys can come in. My mom completely ignores my request (laughs) and continues to let herself and the other middle-aged Asian insurance agent into my room. (laughs) Get out of my room, I yell. Mom! Mom! (laughs) It's as if she can't even hear me. Now I'm forced to crouch down behind some boxes and quickly get some underwear on. Needless to say, I am livid at this breach of privacy. I finish getting dresses. (laughs) (laughs) Did I write dresses? Yeah, I'm finished... I finish getting dresses and storm my way out of the bedroom and downstairs. That's such a crucial letter. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe. In my defense, the D and the S are like next to each other on the uh, on the yes. keyboard. Yeah. Yet millions of people have spelled dressed properly. Yeah. <laughs> In my defense. <laughs> I still can't believe what had just happened. Thus, I just placed ba- I just paced back and forth in the kitchen as I seethed. Eventually, the insurance agent must have got what she needed, and I could hear her leaving out the front door of the house. A few minutes later, my mom walked into the kitchen, and I decide to be the bigger man and calmly confront her on the happenings that just occurred. I want her to know how I felt and ensure that it would never happen again. Mom, why did you not listen to me when I asked you to wait before coming into my room? I asked. Danny! (laughs) There it is again. 
I am. <laughs> I am your mother. Now she's turned German. I don't need to. I don't need to ask to come into your room. She responds, "Mom, yes, you do. This is my house, so we live by my rules." How the table has turned since childhood. <laughs> My house, my rules. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is not taking any of this seriously and in fact even laughs about it. I know that I must remove myself from the vicinity before I really freak out. I walk into the backyard where my siblings all happen to be hanging out on some patio furniture located near the swimming pool. What's wrong, they ask. Did they all do it in unison? <laughs> What's wrong, Danny? <laughs> I explained to them what had happened in my room. How mom brought the insurance agent upstairs while I was getting dressed. Okay, we're halfway through this story. Have you at any point in time wanted to question why there was an insurance agent in your room? <laughs> Oh, no. that, that would be my first thing. I'm worrying about the wrong things here. <laughs> Danny's worried about an invasion of his privacy while he's being dressed. I'd be like, Mom, why'd you bring an insurance agent in here? What'd she take? I don't think insurance agents take things from your house. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You said that she got what she needed. <laughs> Which was a look at Danny. <laughs> He's like, hmm, just as I expected. Tiny. <laughs> that insurance policy won't be very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That is totally the opposite of the way I was going to think that. There's only going to be a short stack of paperwork to do for this one. <laughs> Pretty sure it was like, oh man, <coughs> with biceps like that, that's a deadly weapon. We're gonna have to definitely insure that for millions of dollars. Just I see why I like have a massive <laughs> out front. I like, I like how Danny doesn't defend the size of his penis. He just talks about his biceps. <laughs> well, like he has a small penis, and Danny's like, look at those biceps on that guy, though, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she came in and she said, just uh -huh. as I expected, it's a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would have been a better comeback than you just completely deflecting and going somewhere else. <laughs> All right. And then immediately after that, she goes, oh, and who is this boy? <laughs> what? Literally at like a tripod that he hoarded. Oh, it's a very complicated. <laughs> okay. okay, I think what you're not getting is that there's a tripod in the room, and she looked at that first, and then she saw Danny, the the boy. Yes, yes that's what I. Mean. I wasn't following, but that's a good one. <laughs> All right, I explained to them what had happened in my room how mom brought the insurance agent upstairs while I was getting dressed. 
how she wouldn't listen to me and ultimately was laughing at my expense in the kitchen moments ago. They all seem to understand where I'm coming from and can agree that mom is definitely in the wrong here. I appreciate the newfound support from my brothers and sisters, <laughs> but excuse myself to go take a quick dip in the pool to think for a bit. <laughs> Jenny. Two things. One, is this your house or are you a child? I don't understand the dynamic. And two, is your truck still running during the <laughs> this? Why? He's fully dressed. Why did you go take He's like, Mom, it was such an invasion of my privacy and he strikes naked and jumps in the pool. I guess the truck is still running. <laughs> oh, okay. A moment later, I slip into the pool and make my way across to the other side. On the far end of the pool is a rock garden with a few small shrubs planted in the area. Once on that end of the pool, I look around the rock garden to see if I can find my friend loitering around. What friend? <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> Wait, sorry, I was interrupted by, but what, what did I write? <laughs> Once at the end of the pool, I look around the rock garden to see if I can find my friend loitering around. Sure enough, I spot her hiding behind one of the bushes. I can see you, I tell her. She then comes out of hiding and approaches the edge of the pool. <laughs> Do you have a few minutes to talk? No. I asked her. Wait, who's this? You're we haven't this? figured it out no. yet. Brett is literally a stalker. <laughs> I see you behind those bushes. Danny's just completely, like, fully clothed, soaking in a pool, talking to a bush. <laughs> sure, she says, as she jumps into my arms. Who is this? this? Your friend? <laughs> 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 I'm seriously drawing a blank. It's getting okay. I just glanced forward. Sorry. This is this is the this is the benefit that I get for reading. <laughs> so I get to see. <laughs> he goes. You see, my friend is no ordinary friend, but is rather a miniature two-foot-tall version of Jennifer Aniston. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. No, it's coming back. At least you have a right-sized penis. What <laughs> <laughs> you're saying because it matches two feet tall? Is that what you're saying? Because it's tiny. It's tiny. It's tiny. It's tiny like your friend. <laughs> You <laughs> don't get me wrong. She is not a dwarf or anything. Danny, Trav, I don't know how many of our dreams you've listened to, but Danny dreams of small people all the time. I have never, I don't think I've ever once dreamt of a small person, like a dwarf or anything. Danny has dreamt of them probably, there's probably like six dreams because I know that every time Dan Alan brings up freaking what's his bucket from. Dinklage. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. 
dwarf, but he always brings him up in how giant he is in. in, in uh, yes, that he's a dwarf, but he's a giant dwarf in uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Avengers, or whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, she looks just like Jennifer Aniston in every way, just smaller. The two of us spend the next few hours discussing the events that had just taken place that night <laughs> while I carried little Aniston around the pool over and over again. <laughs> I, did, I did not understand this dynamic in the <laughs> at all. Like, is she like a... I know you said she's your is friend. Child? And you're like carrying her around, but like, is she like, do you look at her like a kid? Or, I mean, I'm trying to remember, I remember now, I remember that I was carrying around a little Jennifer Aniston, and I think in my head, I was like, no, she's just like legit a friend, but she was just like a miniature version of Jennifer Aniston, so she was like, she was hot, but just like really little. I feel like (laughs) if you got this dream analyzed, you'd be a pedophile. They'd be like, well, um, pedophiles tend to think of children as small adults. I'm never sharing a dream again when I dream of like a little person. (laughs) So by dawn, she had me feeling much better about my situation. I took her back to the rock garden area and thanked her for talking to me and for the good advice. <laughs> She's got to be imaginary, right? You literally pick her up from a rock garden. And then, like, that's when you return her. <laughs> um, she then scampered back into the garden and disappeared behind some shrubs. <laughs> Scampered. That's the key word there. Like, like a frog would do, or a small rodent. Just scurries back into a little rock. Turns around and kisses at you and then ducks. I then get out of the pool and slow, slow return to my room where I once again get changed into a new set of clothes. I then start to bound my way down the stairs toward the kitchen to get some breakfast. <laughs> Is the car still going? <laughs> it's breakfast time. Where were you coming home from? Before breakfast? I don't know. Well, I think I just got my new Jennifer truck. I think I just came back from buying my new truck. Which is still running, by the way, outside. (laughs) However, on my way down the stairs, my eye catches a glimpse of my new truck parked in the driveway with its lights on (laughs) through the front window of the house. Damn it! I think to myself, I totally forgot to turn my car off last night. I've been running idle for hours. I run out to the driveway and inspect my precious new truck. Luckily, she was still running nicely. Nevertheless, as I leaned into the cab of the truck to turn it off and remove my keys. I can see the battery life I have left on this pickup is now sitting at 2%. Is it a phone? <laughs> it's electric. It in. An electric pickup? <laughs> is it that new Tesla truck? <laughs> I'm going to have to find a way to recharge my battery, I think to myself. This is when I woke up. Uh, this dream tells me why I had such hard times with my car that I bought off of Danny because he lets them run 
hours with that. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right, dream number two. Derby day. Wait, Derby day? Yeah. Like, hold on. Pinewood Derby day? Idiot. He's gone. But he had no legs when he left. Which suggests that maybe he's not wearing pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Pinewood Derby Day. I mean, it just says Derby Day. Yeah, so, you would know, Danny. Demolition Derby? Well, I think I remember. Well, let's find out. We'll find Danny, out. Danny, in one of his first dreams, actually went to a demolition derby before he met the spy's daughter. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I remember that one. I listened to that one. <laughs> uh, right. My shirt was a tattered mess. <laughs> it's a tattered mess. Poor bastard trying to pick that motorcycle back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, tries, he tries to pick a motorcycle up for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the concept of time in his dreams always get me like, I just am so confused. What was the one dream that literally spanned years? <laughs> Wait, was that the one that like was it the was zombie? It one I was like playing yeah, video pandemic. games to earn cryptocurrency. Well, the pandemic one, yeah, only but he had a because he said that like he he fell asleep or something or like went into space and then just like years later. You know, he showed up in some, uh, some planet. Yeah, where he like. Well, this one, this one that we're talking about, he literally like, it's like a montage that lasts for years because he's training oh. <laughs> for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. like, your way to space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Derby Day. I pull up to work park and exit my vehicle you probably left yeah it left it running <laughs> when i step out of my car i can immediately hear the crunch of my soles as they land on the smoothed gravel expanse that is apparently now my work parking lot i only point this out because i do not have a gravel parking lot at my actual place of employment that is very important <laughs> Man, this this dream's crazy. <laughs> Things are getting super weird now that the parking lot's changed. So, so you could tell it was a dream when you were having it because you're like, this isn't my real work parking lot. <laughs> the, the tiny Jennifer Aniston doesn't give it away, but the, but the parking lot is like, what the hell? I can't do this in gravel. <laughs> <laughs> when you read the dreams back to back, and I, I see where you guys are coming up with these conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, once out of the vehicle, I can hear the subtle crunch of footsteps coming from behind me, or from ahead of me. I look up and recognize that the pitter-patter belongs to a co-worker of mine. She is, fan she is frantically pacing back and forth tapping away on her cell phone while mumbling to herself. A bit concerned, I stop and I ask her if everything is okay. She looks up, me, looks up at me a bit startled, but smiles when she realizes it's just me. She lets me know that she is trying to get the horse racing app on her phone to work. 
Oh, yeah. Are you saying that you work it's with other derby. gambling addicts? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. This dream's coming back to me now. I think I had this dream back like in November or December of last year. As she would really like to get a bet, a bet down on today's big horse race. I ask her if I can help troubleshoot the problem. Of course, she says, as she happily hands me her phone. As I poke around through the various settings on her phone, I ask her which horse she was looking to bet on. She chimes back with, I was going to ask you if you had a horse you like in this race before I bet. I, being the horse racing aficionado that I am, <laughs> can't resist the question and let her know that I really like the number 10 horse in this particular race. I, I really wish you would have come up with like a racehorse name instead of just <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the two foot tall Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Tiny Annie. Tiny Annie. <laughs> I tell her this horse comes from a long line of pedigreed champions and that he has also performed very well in all of the races leading up to this one. I finish by explaining the number 10 horse is the best horse in the field by far. And the only real question is, which horse will come in second? She seems very pleased with my answer and is extremely giddy when I hand her phone back to her with the horse racing app functioning well once again. As a token of her gratitude, she asks if I would like her to place a bet on the number 10 horse for me. Sure, I'd say. How much are you going to bet? My coworker doesn't miss a beat as she spits out a thousand. 500 for you and 500 for me. Really? 500 yeah. bucks? Big spend look. He had, he had to take her phone from her and work on it for 10 seconds. He's owed something. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got the app functioning and then told her to bet on number 10. He comes from a long pedigreed horse line. <laughs> Of winners, of champions. <laughs> you can tell Trav is very co comfortable with the horse Ninga. Oh, yeah. I've seen Secretariat. <laughs> I, know, I know I just showed an ample amount of confidence and bravado in explaining why I loved the number 10 horse so much, but this is still horse racing and anything can happen. I quickly rack my brain for a way to get out of betting $500. So you have to put $500 down? Yeah, yeah. Wait, she's she forcing you? She's, How about just she's, doing, she's just making the bet for me. Well, just don't um, give her $500. Yeah, That's the way no out of thank that. You. Say no thanks. Or let's only do 10. <laughs> no, I don't have, a, I don't have $500 right now. <laughs> But yet now he's got to come up with some elaborate plan to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't make the or rules. To get, or to get $500. <laughs> but without, <laughs> without seeming like I'm backing away from my strong opinion, suddenly a stroke of genius hits me. How about we bet $100 on an exacta key instead? I blurt out with hell's an exacta key. Oh she, oh, she asked the same question. This What's is a that? good. I remember now. This is a this is a good way out. That's a um, stroke of genius. Is just to yeah, say. Yeah, I had this was good. 
I got myself out of it. <laughs> An exacta key is a bet in which we take the number 10 horse to win. Then key that result to all of the other horses in the field. This way, as long as the number 10 horse wins, it doesn't matter who comes in second. We will win the bet and receive an exacta payout, which is typically more than the to win payout. Yeah, okay, let's do that. <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. Is that a real thing? Is that a real thing? Yes, it, I, it is. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, it's a real thing. Exacta boxes, exacta keys, tri trifecta, superfectas. All right, easy got... record. <laughs> Um, we don't even have horse racing here. Yeah, you have to go to Idaho. <laughs> Wyoming. Wyoming, whatever. <laughs> I, had a, I had a brief period of my life that I spent a lot of time at the tracks. <laughs> His kneecaps were constantly broken, too. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'll pay you sometime. Let's take an exacto bait. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call it? An exacto bet, or I called it an exacto bait. <laughs> exacto key. Exacto key. Exacto it's an exacto key. Exacto key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do that. She shrieks as she taps away on her phone to enter the bet. Phew! I think to myself. Glad I was able to get the bet size cut down to roughly 90%. He can't just say to 100 bucks. He's got to say 90%. <laughs> we, then, we then walked back inside, just in time to head over to the area in which the horse race was being held. Yes, apparently the horse track was located on my work's property. Well, that's why you guys are it's the gravel. gambling addicts. You went from a $500 bet to a $100 bet, right? Well, my part was only 50. Oh, okay. That's where the 90% comes in. Yeah, because we're splitting it. I was like, two wouldn't ways. that be good gravy? 80% less? This is the most boring dream. <laughs> 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 like, we're counting like, betting details. Well, like 90% is the actual exacto key I put into it. <laughs> this week on Dream Episode. Dan puts himself in a real pickle when he accidentally has to bet a hundred. You know, you know in uh, you know in his dream where he where he mentions exact a key. That's the exact a moment he gets morning wood. <laughs> Let's just say, Trav, that when that happens, it's a big log. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's making up for the last dream. <laughs> the big log sounds like. Did anybody hear game. my joke? <laughs> I said. What did you say, Al? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up with a big log in my bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> So you, you you pooped the bed? No, I meant I had an erection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we walk over. Yeah, there's to probably the a stand. better way to put that. <laughs> anyway, we walk over to the stands overlooking the horse track in anticipation of the big race. 
once there, I noticed the crucial difference between this track and every other horse track I'd ever seen. Instead of being an oval-shaped, an oval-shaped track that the horses ran around, this track was just an open oval. What? <laughs> like a horseshoe shape? No, so like instead of like an oval that they run around, right? Like It was an track, oval. It was just an oval, but like there was no track around. It was just an open oval of dirt. <laughs> Like a field, kind Instead of? of like an oval? <laughs> it was oval. Yeah, pretty much. Like a field, but that would be cloud. It was only dirt. <laughs> there was, mm -hmm. there was mm -hmm. no rhyme or reason to how the horses were to get to the finish line. There was just a random finish line sitting in one set area of the oval. Meanwhile, all of the horses are just let loose <laughs> in the middle of the hole. They're just going... <laughs> First one to hit the stick wins. <laughs> My understanding is that whichever horse happens to randomly walk across the finish line first would be deemed the winner. It's all up to chance. You told it's, this poor woman it came from a long pedigree of all sorts of great things, and it's just a random horse. Over number 10, it's odd that <laughs> randomly walking across the line are so much higher. <laughs> I think I did get pretty angry about this in my dream. Yeah. You did, because the next line says, this turn of events really pisses me off. Because all of the, all of the handicapping I've done on this race is all for naught. None of my preparation would translate to this type of horse racing format. This is just sheer dumb luck. For the next several minutes, we all watch as the horses all walk around the big oval with no real direction in mind. They're just walking. They're not even running. Yeah, they were just they're, like, they're grazing. <laughs> People are just shouting, go, go, go. Once one of them gets really close to the line, everybody's like, oh. <laughs> and then he just turns and walks the other way. For the next several minutes, we all watch as the horses all walk around the big oval with no real direction in mind. They just trot about here and there, having a grand old time. Finally, <laughs> after about 20 minutes, <laughs> 20 minute long horse race. Wait, do they, do they have jockeys? No, they were documents. They oh, were yeah. just just by themselves, but they had their numbers like draped over them. Are you guys sure that, that it was an actual horses. horse race? <laughs> just watching. Are them. you sure it wasn't just a field behind your building that you guys? Because <laughs> <laughs> it just built your just own rules. Today's big race. You're being talked <laughs> out of your hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, almost 500 so I have to save money. on him. <laughs> the number 10 horse just so happened to break the plane of the finish line before any other horse is good. Accomplish this feat. Heck yeah, I yelled. <laughs> <laughs>
Heck yeah! <laughs> Looks like I'm going to win my bet after all. I jump up and down and celebrate with my coworker. However, during this time frame, the other horses had all somehow made their way across the finish line. But because I was distracted while rejoicing my victory, I missed which horse crossed the finish line in second. Didn't it not matter who came in yeah, second? Yeah, it didn't matter. Well, I won regardless, but it mattered who came in second because depending on which horse came in second would determine what my actual payout would be. Oh. Mm -hmm. It is very important for me to know who the <laughs> He answers this in the next line. Uh, crap, where did I go? <laughs> okay, it is very important for me to know who the second place finisher is, so I know what kind of payout to expect. I begin asking everyone around me, who finished second? You should have said, who's on first? Who's on first? <laughs> None of them can tell me. As they all said, they were not paying attention at the time either. Well, duh, because you're just watching a bunch of horses, horses, horses standing around. <laughs> but it all happened so fast. Like, yeah, they were all standing it's around. Like, but then suddenly they're they all, all crazy the for 20 line. minutes, and then they all crossed the line at once. <laughs> Gosh dang. There's <laughs> a guy there. Finish. Photo finish. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice, Alan. <laughs> it was <clears throat> it wasn't until i made my way all the way back to the gravel parking lot that i found a man who knew what horse finished in second place he lets me know that it was the number seven horse as soon as i hear the outcome cool. i am both elated and distraught i'm happy because i finally got an answer to my question but sad because i know the number seven horse was the second favorite in the race hence the payout on my bet will be the lowest possible payout I could get. Still, I'm excited to have won and wonder what, what my winnings will equate to. I thank the man for the answer I was seeking and made my way to the payout counter. I proudly hand the nice cashier my winning ticket. How? You did it online. Yeah, there's some, dis there's some inconsistencies. <laughs> yeah, some. Some there's some inconsistencies. Every once in a while. There's something that lets you know you're in a dream. <laughs> Gravel parking lot, tickets coming from nowhere. I proudly hand the nice cashier my room, thrilled at the prospect of the stack of cash that is inevitably coming my way. I watch as she scans my ticket into the system and look down at the computer screen to see the grand total of my payout as it flashes in front of me. The number read $9.40. <laughs> can't lose. My spirit breaks as the woman hands me a $5 bill, $1 bills and 40 cents in change and congratulates me on the win. My coworker and I won our bet, but still somehow managed to lose almost $91 combined. <laughs> I somberly begin to scoot off to give my coworker her share of the winnings. This is when I woke up. Oh, you had to split that $9? Yeah, because I only bet half of it. <laughs> so yeah, they each bet fifty bucks, so <laughs> and, and we each got back four dollars and seventy cents. And you're like, with an exacto key, we never do it. In <laughs> <laughs> we can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, her mutual betting is a finicky 
beast. I'll tell you what. Because the more people that bet on certain tickets, the less money you win. You still would have only got nine dollars and forty cents. <laughs> what? Even if you made the bet all by yourself, you would have only got nine dollars and forty cents, right? Well, if I only bet fifty dollars, I would have only got four dollars and seventy cents. I will say I do appreciate that Danny took the time in his dream to acknowledge <laughs> that she handed him a five, four ones, and forty cents in change because there was. N- I was wondering. What's the dollar combination going to be that she gives him? So Did you get all ones? ones? Will there be some quarters involved? No. Did you like ask a, her to give her one quarter, uh, one dime, one nickel? What's no. that? Did you ask her to give her thirty or sixty cents so that she could give you two fives? Yeah, yeah, that's what I would have done. Get some you missed fives out in there. I know. I should have put one five in savings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to move the screen, like. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So this next dream, Trav. Either one of us or both of us are in this dream. Because the title of it is Trav. I think you should apologize. <laughs> Probably gonna be you, but we'll see. Well, <laughs> actually, I think both of us might be in this. Or at least the mention of both of us. I, I find myself exiting the home of Trav, Travis C's father's and Travis M's mother's at home. Yeah, there I am. <laughs> That's the one acknowledgement of my existence. In <laughs> For those of us, those of you who are listening that don't know, Trav's mom married my dad, so that just <laughs> hopefully that clears up some confusion. <laughs> so that's there are, how there's two brothers that are both named Travis that are about like almost identical ages. Yes, that is true. There are four of us: Travis C, Travis M, my brother Steve, and myself, all leaving the house at this moment. The four of us are simultaneously in high school, but not in high school at the same time. So Danny also has many <laughs> dreams where we're in high school, but we're our age. Adults <laughs> <laughs> in high school, like 21 Jump Street. And, he, and every single time he has to uh, explain it. So here we go. Or Drew Barrymore. I know that doesn't make much sense. All I can tell you is I felt like we were all roughly 17 and all roughly 37 at the same time. (laughs) It's kind of like a basic principle of quantum mechanics, which states that a particle can simultaneously be in two places at once. Anyway, this is neither here nor there. As the four of us depart the home and walk down the long cobbled driveway, who's got a cobbled driveway? I'm not That's saying happens. it was your actual house. It was oh. this was actually um, a much bigger house, like a more of like a mansion-looking house. I feel like that probably also clued you into the fact you were in a dream because it seems to be the ground textures for you <laughs> all is like a dead game with gravel parking lot, cobblestone driveway. <laughs> If you, 
Yeah, if you're, ever some kind of if you're in a dream, just look down at the floor. If it's gravelly, you're probably dreaming. The end of Inception starring Danny yeah. is like Danny like about to step on the floor and just before you see what kind of floor it is, it cuts away to black. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on Inception, that's how the uh, Japanese guy notices at the beginning that he's in a dream still. And he's like, oh. you got the carpet wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, the carpet right. wrong. That's Danny. <laughs> I don't have red carpet in my work. It's blue. I knew I was going to dream right away. <laughs> hey, as the four of us depart the home and walk down the long cobble driveway, I turn around to say goodbye to each of them as we all get into our separate vehicles. The four of us were parked on the double-wide driveway in a staggered fashion. My car was on the left side of the driveway, but the furthest back from the house. In front of my car was Travis C's Jeep Wrangler. Cool, I had a Jeep Wrangler. Nice, nice. I know, lucky. I wish I to had the that right, <laughs> To the right of my car, but pulled off, the, but pulled a half car length further up. <laughs> the, brick, the brick pattern driveway. Now it's brick pattern. <laughs> Well, isn't cobble and brick kind of similar? No, cobble are like stones. Cobble like stones. Yeah, but this was like... Bricks. (laughs) You understand the difference, don't you? You were talking about quantum physics a few minutes ago. You understand the difference between bricks and stone. It was like brick color and brick shape. That's a brick. But like... (laughs) Like, more like rounded and not smooth and flat and they not stuck a brick up shape. Kind of... <laughs> you're being very inconsistent here is it a brick shape or is it's, it not a brick shape you it's can't red it's color like and brick. brick shape but round it's not. and it's actually not colored like a brick either it's gray i don't know some kind of weird gray brick <laughs> I did get caught up on the smallest. <laughs> You're just saying they're bricks with rounded corners. <laughs> so pull the half car length further up the brick pattern driveway was Steve's car. In front of Steve's car was Trav M's car or, or Trav M's pickup truck. Trav, you have a pickup truck. Nice. Probably the one I Once bought in off my the vehicle. From the last stream. It's all shitty and overrun. <laughs> I feel like someone ran this, this pickup truck for a long time. <laughs> once, <clears throat> once in my vehicle, I slowly began to reverse and back out of the driveway. However, I must not have been going fast enough for Travis C's liking as he floored his Jeep straight back, the, the, straight back that made a sudden swerve to the right as if he were trying to maneuver his vehicle around mine and beat me out of the driveway. Unfortunately, Travis C. made a slight miscalculation, turned too sharply, and careened right into Steve's rear fender. The collision caused a significant dent to appear on the back of Steve's car. As if by magic. He didn't didn't say that, but... (laughs) I immediately hopped out of my car to certify everyone was okay. It wasn't until after I established no one was hurt that I realized the odd dynamic that was occurring between Travis C. and Steve. Instead of feeling remorse or apologizing for what he had done, Travis C. proceeded to 
more or less poke fun at Steve and razz him for having his car parked where he was trying to drive. Steve being too kind. <laughs> Why are you making me like a dick? <laughs> I never would never do that. It was my subconscious. <laughs> Today, I think Travis is going to be an a-hole. I mean, in in his defense, you did flick Steve in the nipple and then mock him about it for years. Oh, wait, do I have that backwards? Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mocked him because of how he said hello to Cherish. Oh, and that's then he flicked right. my then nipple, he and then you. I had a freaking RT for three years. backwards. It's his fault. <laughs> Steve being what? too kind. What happened in Durham? years that your RT just went away? What? So how do you have an RT for three years, and then what happened? It was like... I don't know. It was like a buildup of testosterone or something. I don't know. It was like, mm -hmm. it was like a little rock in there. And it hurt. <laughs> I mean, it was all part of the fun, and I don't true. know. That's it some powerful here after he did that. Maybe it was going to happen anyway, but I don't know. It hurt like crud. <laughs> I don't know it was going to happen anyway. That seems like mighty big coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> It was not coincidence. But Stephen's reserved at times, just sat there with tears in his eyes, trying to chuckle his way through the awkward and uncomfortable situation. He's crying. <laughs> <laughs> it was about this time when I felt as though I should step in and try to smooth things over between friends. I approached Trav C and politely hinted to him to apologize to Steve for running into his car. How did you? I, maybe, maybe you should. Maybe, yeah, maybe you shouldn't make fun of him. He's crying and he's sad. <laughs> I don't know if you have any empathy at all because he's just mocking him cruelly. What are you, a sociopath? <laughs> Travsy took a step back and stared at me with a look of why on earth would I do that on his face. He then turned around, jumped into his Jeep, and peeled off without saying another word. At this point, there was nothing else I could do at the moment except reach into my pocket, pull out a sandwich-sized Ziploc bag, blow into it, filling it with air, then quickly sealing it as to ensure it maintains its puppy fizzy. What? What the hell? There was nothing you could do but freshen your sandwich? <laughs> Poor Steve is like still emotional. Danny's like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> it's all gonna be fine, Steve. This bread's gonna hold tight. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Christ. Next, I pull out my back. I pull my backpack out of the car unzip its primary pocket, softly place the recently inflated baggie into the main pouch and reclose the backpack by closing the zipper. I then put the backpack back in my car, enter the vehicle and proceed to drive home. <laughs> you don't even explain why. <laughs> I 
This will teach him. <laughs> Later, Steve. <laughs> He's like, you gonna you gonna give me some of that sandwich? Sandwich for people who close. I don't see Trav C until several days later when I'm invited back over to his parents' house for a nice Sunday dinner. Wait, wait. Once on, again, on, I approach on, Trav. Hold on, hold on. Where where was I during all this feuding and this truck running? <laughs> you. I you haven't backed out yet. You were just, just standing there observing. I just watched you inflate a sandwich bag and left Steve in tears and was like, you know, all right, well, I guess later, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> feel like my storyline is not complete. <laughs> there, there, Steve. <laughs> Don't cry, bud. I know that one friend is super rude to you and the other one was kind of weirdly rude because he inflated the sandwich bag and left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, go on, go on. I'm sorry. I really hope you get back to the sandwich bag. <laughs> of all of, no just look at what we focused on in this dream. Basically, like the cobble driveway. <laughs> well, I think the sandwich bag is understandable. I think it's a weird addition to the dream. There's no rhyme or reason, and you say that's the only thing that I can think of doing. The only thing you can do, and then you put it in the quote-unquote primary pocket of your <laughs> of your backpack. Is that the big pocket? I'm yeah, I thought, is, that, pocket. is that not what it's called? The primary pocket? I just think it's a backpack. I don't think anyone's labeled any of those pockets. <laughs> At first, I thought you were trying to make like a makeshift whoopee cushion so you could make some <laughs> Here, Steve, maybe this will bring a smile to your face. <laughs> I don't see Trav C until several days later when I'm invited back over to his parents' house for a nice Sunday dinner. Once again, I approach Trav and ask him if he is planning on apologizing to Steve for ramming into his car earlier that week. Again, Trav brushes me off saying, I don't apologize to nobody for anything. <laughs> A real great A dick, that one. <laughs> hey, I don't apologize to nobody for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty close, I think, to how you said it. <laughs> <laughs> and again, walks away. I tell Trap, if he does not apologize to Steve, I will be forced to tell his father about what he had done. I explained to him, I don't think his father would be very keen on the way he's been acting and treating the situation. This still does no good, as Trav seems indifferent at the prospect of me talking to his father. Although outwardly, he did not seem to care. I'm sure internally, he was hoping to correctly call my bluff. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? <laughs> he just got real. Sure. Okay. Now Carrie's involved? Mm, goodness. <laughs> Shortly after our conversation, Trav's parents called us into the dining room for dinner. We all enjoy a nice meal together, but that does not stop me from continuing to try and coax Trav to apologize to Steve. <laughs> Alas, all of this effort resulted in zero apologies. 
After dinner, everyone in the house settled into the main family room, an area that allowed for adults to sit down and kids to run around playing with their toys. <laughs> That's exactly what the living room is. <laughs> I gave Trav C one last glance, an opportunity to change his mind and do the right thing when it was apparent that nothing would change. I was left with no choice but to turn toward his father and ask if he could spare a moment of his time. Trav's father agreed to hear what I had to say and sat back in the chair he was currently occupying. I quickly reached over, picked up my backpack, and parked myself right in front of Trav's dad. It's coming back. <laughs> it's like the anticipation is building up. I'm like, what are you going to use this bag for? <laughs> I slowly unzipped the pack and started pulling out numerous swollen Ziploc bags one by one. You so you went home and just made more. <laughs> Don't worry, Steve. I've got your back. <laughs> this will show him. Like you're <laughs> gathering your ammo and guns. But they're just out of bags. Trav's dad was probably immediately like, what the heck? I'm going to talk to you. And they start pulling out inflated Ziploc bags. Oh, gosh. You have swollen Ziploc bags one by one and laying them on the floor in front of Trav's father. While I performed this task, I explained to Trav's father that Travis had been doing wrong things and refusing to apologize for them. After a couple of minutes, I had completed my spiel and had finished removing the and placing the bulbous sandwich bags on the ground. Trav's father sat in silence, staring at me for several seconds with absolutely no expression on his face. Finally, <laughs> when, I, when I was just about to break eye contact with him to regain my composure, he spoke up. <laughs> to regain your composure? Have you been crying? <laughs> I think this steps back to like my childhood and I was like always a little bit scared of Trav's dad. <laughs> so I mean that's fair, but like I just didn't know if you were crying crying in front of him's not gonna help. <laughs> I don't make think it I was better. crying. I was just like having to stare down because he didn't he wasn't saying anything and I was like already done with my spiel and putting out all the sandwich bags. I didn't have anything left to do. <laughs> So finally, my dad has asked a question that we all have been wondering. What are all these empty sandwich bags for? Yeah. Each one of these Ziploc bags represents a time when Travis has run into Steve's car without <laughs> As you can see, this has happened many times. <laughs> Steve's car just rubble. No. <laughs> How much is he paid at the, like, the body shop? I think we're overlooking the fact that is there no other way to keep track of this information? Like a tally mark or something? Like writing a note inside your phone or anything, really. <laughs> Don't worry. Counting the dents in Steve's this. car. <laughs> what would have happened if you just said, like, it's 15 times. 
look at what? Why do you need a visual representation? Representation? Hit <laughs> his car fifteen times. <laughs> weird visual representation too. Look around you, Carrie. Look at all these inflated sandwich bags. Each one representing a time in which Travis has ran into Steve's car and not apologized. I just felt like it was more of a powerful message if you can have visual representation. Why didn't you just pick up a rock from the cobblestone driveway? <laughs> or a brick. <laughs> I've put six bricks in front of you. Those are rocks. I've put six bricks in front of you. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, Carrie, I get it. They're they're rocks, but they're shaped like bricks, right? <laughs> shaped like bricks and they're brick colored. <laughs> have you ever seen a brick, sir? No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> You could have just Trapped put a bunch of Hot Wheels in your backpack. What? You could have just put a bunch of Hot Wheels in your backpack. Yeah, Hot Wheels. Well, like, you could put a plethora of inflatable inflated Ziploc baggies don't weigh that much, so I wasn't forced to carry You're tons of weight. I can't carry Hot Wheels in my Carrie, sitting in front of you are seven boxes of stovetop stuffing. Each one representing <laughs> a time in which Steve has ran into my... <laughs> seven boxes of stovetop stuffings. <laughs> Look, I don't control what happens when I'm unconscious. <laughs> it makes sense in my dream. <laughs> All right. So Trav's father, visibly upset by what he had just heard, screams at the top of his lungs, Travis, get over here! Is he freaking scorpion from Mortal Kombat? Get over here! Get over here! <laughs> this is when he woke up. <laughs> I was a total douche. So I'm sorry, Steve. But maybe... Yeah, that was... Okay, Maybe he shouldn't be parking where he's parking. <laughs> I think we should rename this dream Danny the Tattleteller. Like, it's not about, I mean, yes, should Trav apologize? Yes, he should. But why are you like going to his dad like he hit you on the playground? <laughs> he's running into cars. It's a bigger problem. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, three three dream snips down. That was twelve or wait, ten, eleven, and twelve. So yeah. just a reminder of what they all were, just in case you forgotten. Uh, it's mom, get out of my room. Where Danny left his car on for a whole day. Uh, <laughs> Derby day, where Danny bet on grazing horses. <laughs> and uh, Trav, I think you should apologize. We're basically Danny just dreamt of him blowing in plastic bags. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like but, these uh, summaries are missing something. You know, nah, more those are spot on. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think that Derby Day should be the dream in which Danny's parking lot is gravel. <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, yeah. So when we can refer to it, we refer to the dreams like, oh yeah, I remember this dream. This is where the ground was gravel. <laughs> oh yeah, this was the one where you were on cobblestone the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in a Brazilian cherry hardwood floor in that one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he usually does have these little tiny just nuances particular nuances yeah <laughs> of, of things in his dream that you're just like why why is that in there but or um, some of the I others like the the fence that was bending in the wind when yeah, the tidal wind's coming yeah the picket fence <laughs> Or the picture on the wall that was askew. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I. The one where he received his bet payout in the most efficient way possible. Yeah. $5 yeah. bill, four ones and 46. <laughs> really, the, about the only way to receive money logically. There wasn't a whole lot of other options. <laughs> I mean, sure, you could get weird and have it be changed, but it was like, that was kind of it. It wasn't like a ten to two fives and three ones or something. Uh, <laughs> nine ones. That's it. That's it. You just named the other option. It was a five and four ones, or it was nine ones. Those are the four, two ways. A five and four ones, and that's what it was. Four dimes. <laughs> However it is. <laughs> That's how we got paid out. But anyway, I think we've got a good, uh, a good team here with this new dynamic. Um, we're going to continue to do these as, as long as we're in quarantine. And then whenever we're able to meet together again, obviously Travis Mydell lives in a different state. So we'll figure out some way that we can uh, patch you in. I, I don't want to just do audio, though. It's, you have to have visual. Are you doing video with these ones? Yeah, well, yeah, so we, we record this, and then this on goes YouTube. on YouTube. Oh, so they're going to be able to see the picture of, like, me in high school behind me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, just, just keep that in mind for future ones as we're doing these Zoom. Well, yours will always be on Zoom or, or whatever. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. so thanks, everybody, for listening uh, to this week's Dreamisode. Um, like always, you can catch us on our website, QCOPodcast.com, and our various platforms of social, social media. media. <laughs> so Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at QCOPodcast. And then uh, check us out on, obviously, we just talked about YouTube. This, If you're listening to this audio, it's probably, I mean, you're going to have the same audio sound as you will if you go to YouTube. But at least if you go to YouTube, you can view how we're all reacting to all this. So. Which is mostly just Danny going like this, like. <laughs> just it's like he's back laying back forth. to go down on a, a like a like a water slide. But it also kind of looks like he's having a like a stroke. His face looks like someone having a stroke, but his body suggests for like a fun water slide. It's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> I don't know. I just naturally rock when I like. <laughs> Slap your he legs. Does. Although he hasn't done the slapping things yet. That's true. <laughs> 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 but, 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Catch us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue doing our regular episodes and of course these dream episodes. So so keep an eye out. Uh, if you go to YouTube and you actually hit the subscribe and the bell, you'll know exactly when we release these. So thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time.